Hello, friends. It's a blessing to share with you on Soul Talks. We're Bill and Christy Galtier, psychotherapists and the founders of Soul Shepherding. Keep your soul diligently, we read in the Bible. That's because being renewed in God is the source of our love, joy, peace, and power. Our prayer is to further your discipleship to the Lord Jesus and your ministry to others. Christy, I enjoyed the walk we just took around the lake this evening. It was lovely watching the moon rise. So beautiful. So thankful that we live in the midst of God's wonders. Nature the, really helps us to experience that. Yeah, we had a, just a beautiful, delightful breeze this evening, feeling the breeze gave me a sense of like the Holy Spirit there, just caressing me on the cheek or kissing me, the sense of God's presence. Yeah, well, that's what we want to talk about today. How did you experience that in the breeze? Because we got a letter from someone in our podcast community, our Soul Talks community. Mm -hmm. We love to hear from you. It's just such a gift you give us when you let us know your thoughts and you ask a question because we want to be interacting with you and hearing from you and speaking to the needs in your life. Yes, we sure do. And we want to Renew you and your soul for your mm-hmm. relationships and your ministry. Yes. So we've got a message here from a friend that we'll call JP. That's not his name, but uh, just help us to share his situation. And uh, we want to do this for JP and for all of you who relate to JP, and there'll be many of you who do, and others of you who have people like JP that you care for, maybe a family member or a friend or someone that you minister to in your church or your group. So he says, Dear Bill and Christy, I've listened to your Soul Talks podcast since you started them, and I've greatly valued them and appreciate you making them. He says, You often talk in your podcast about having intimacy with Jesus, a personal relationship with Christ, an interactive relationship. And then he specifically references our podcast on uh, alcohol, in which we uh, contrasted uh, turning to alcohol for comfort, happiness, energy versus turning to the Holy Spirit to be filled. And also uh, another recent podcast on uh, getting stuck in our head, like Nicodemus, and the importance of uh, experiencing the Lord and his love in our heart. And so he's setting the stage here now, and he says, I don't know how to experience this, this intimacy with Jesus you're talking about. And he says, so let's say I came into your office, and I collapsed on the floor, and I would say, I am a failed Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just felt like crying when I read that. I just, my heart goes out to you, JP. Many of us have felt this. And, you know, probably all of us at some point feel that, like we're a failed Christian. And I just hear the disappointment and the grief. And I also am really touched by the earnestness in your heart that, you know, wow, what devotion. You've listened to every podcast. And you're asking this question, I can hear your longing for God mm-hmm. in this letter you've written us. You want to experience God. You want this interactive, intimate relationship that we're talking about. And Jesus wants it with you. And I think you're sensing that. And that's why you're continuing to lean in and, and press in to get close to him. Even though you're discouraged and you're feeling as if maybe you're not eligible for it. It's just not for you. That's a lie of the enemy. It is for you, but it's something we all grow into and learn. I had to. I remember 
when I first heard the term intimacy with Jesus, I wasn't even comfortable with it. Just like, ooh, I'm not sure about that. That's like weird. Like, is that okay? <laughs> so so personal. Yeah. So vulnerable. It, it is. And, you know, we project onto that experiences from our lives or lack of them. And, you know, like, well, yeah, I guess you're experiencing that, but I'm not. And we kind of feel bad about ourselves and we can even go to shame. Yeah, it's easy to hear somebody else's experiences with God and to like idealize that as being mm-hmm. so wonderful, so heavenly, so intense, so mystical maybe. Right. And to feel like I don't have that and to minimize, judge our own experience. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate your courage, JP, to share with us and to ask this question. And uh, he's got more to share here, so we want to continue because we're, we're really just opening his share. He says, I desperately want to commune with God. Yay! <laughs> to walk with him, to hear from Christ, to get some guidance, to be healed, to be filled with the Holy Spirit's mm, presence so beautiful. and assurance. That's so beautiful. It, I, I mean, the Lord wants that for you. And he's put that desire in you, JP. That's from the Lord, that desperate desire. We're all desperate for that, but... The problem is a lot of us don't know it. I think it's so important what you're saying, honey, about the Lord puts this desire in our hearts. Even our trust in God is a, a gift of grace. Yes. Uh, we participate in that. You know, We uh, soften our hearts to the Lord and we respond to him and we seek to follow him, we obey him and so forth. And as I go on and read, you'll see how JP is doing these things. Well, also, I just want to say, JP, this is, we see this in the psalmist. You know, the psalmist say, oh God, my body longs for you, a dry, weary lamb where there's no water. You know, Mm -hmm. as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs for you, Lord. The psalmist uses the same kind of language you're using of, of this desperation for God. And so I'm glad to hear that you're having that. And I hope that you'll see that the life and the confidence that psalmists use in the emotions of the psalmist, I hope you'll resonate with those and spend some time in those, not studying them, but just experiencing, maybe highlighting any psalms that resonate with, with your desperation, with your experience, with your longing. We use the psalms as a mirror. All of scripture, James says in his epistle, is like a mirror for us to see our true self. Mm-hmm. And our need for God, mm-hmm. uh, confess our sins, feel our longings, uh, mm-hmm. experience the, the fullness of our life or the emptiness of our life, mm-hmm. just the range of emotions and uh, find God in that. So one of the things that we hope that you're hearing and what we're saying so far, JP, is that it seems that maybe you're judging yourself, mm-hmm. criticizing yourself for having these longings for God that aren't fulfilled. and so. Uh, we think that the scripture has a very different view on this and uh, want to affirm you for your heart's cry. Yeah, and, and also I just think of Zacchaeus, you know. Zacchaeus had enough longing for God to go climb a tree to try to see him. But Zacchaeus didn't feel worthy. Zacchaeus felt like a failure. But Jesus didn't see him that way. Mm-hmm. So JP says, uh, despite this desperate uh, longing for God, the Holy Spirit is a total stranger to me. I have no intimacy with Jesus, no interactive relationship with God. I never feel his presence. I never hear his voice. And he says, if a personal relationship with Jesus is what being a Christian is about, I am a total fraud. Mm. And that's a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of uh, alienation. 
And I think I hear a lot of condemnation and guilt. Yeah. A lot of uh, self-judging, even self-hatred there. Yeah, and the accusations of the enemy, Satan's accuser, and really putting some harsh accusations there on you, JP. I don't believe they're true. Yeah, so really concerned uh, for JP to be carrying this. and so glad that you're sharing this with mm-hmm. us. And you're not alone, though, with these feelings. I mean, the psalmist, again, feels these same things, right? How yeah. long, O Lord, will you hide your face from me? Answer me, you know, look upon me, give light to my eyes or I'll sleep in death. Yeah, they're just, they're all over in the Psalms, Mm -hmm. Uh, like in Psalm 77. I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands and my soul refused to be comforted. And uh, he talks about he can't sleep and he's too troubled to speak and he's distressed and anxious. Will you, the Lord, will you reject me forever? Uh, Will you never show your favor again? Has your unfailing love vanished forever? Your promise failed for all time. Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? You know, when we feel this distance Mm -hmm. from God, Mm -hmm. this uh, aloneness, this distress that just doesn't seem to be comforted, and we don't feel alive in our soul. We don't feel the warmth of God's presence. And when it goes on, on JP's case, this is for years, this is for a Mm -hmm. lifetime. What he's telling us is that he just does not feel God's presence. As the psalmist is expressing here, we start projecting into God and feel like he's angry at us or something, Mm -hmm. or we're just a a failure, a fraud, you know. Yeah, really painful. And that's why, JP, if you did, if you were in our office, one of the things that we would really want to hear about is well, who do you feel so close to? Who have you felt close to? Uh, who have you been bonded with? Who have you had, you know, a, a, an intimate, ongoing, interactive relationship with? Somebody that really knows you, the depths of your soul, and loves you. Yeah, I think that it's something that is not talked about often in churches and Christian books. We tend to think that, well, the answer is Jesus. Well, of course the answer is Jesus. Uh, the answer is in the Bible. Well, yeah, the Bible is full of wisdom, and it's our uh, book of inspiration from God and authority. But we need the body of Christ, and we need intimate relationships with each other. And this is so important in our formative years and childhood and, and throughout our life. And so if we're just a rule of thumb that I operate with for my own self, and as I minister soul shepherding to people, is that we're not likely to be much more intimate with God than we are with the closest people in our life, the people who really know our our heart and soul and our struggles and our triumphs and our secrets and our hurts and our scars and our hopes and our victories and just the whole stuff of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bill, you did your PhD dissertation on our God image, our experience of God and our our God image. One of the things you discovered in your research and that you wrote about in that was that our image of God comes from our relationship with our father, but also our relationship with our mother even more, and even more than that, also heavily influenced by how we treat ourselves, which often comes from how we were treated. And so that would be something to do some archaeology, if you relate to JP's struggle here, to to do some archaeology. Well, you know, what did I receive or didn't I receive in the way of a bond with a parent who really looked into my eyes with a 
gaze of delight and mm. love and called forth that life from me, that interaction from me. Yeah, if we've never had somebody really enjoy us, like you're describing. Yeah, awake us to emotional experience. If we haven't experienced that from a mother, a father, a sibling, an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, a friend, a pastor, a counselor, a spouse, you know, if we haven't in, a, in the context of a close personal relationship experienced being delighted in. In a safe relationship, too. Mm-hmm. A safe relationship to be known where you don't have to be defended, where you don't have to maybe just stay in your head or, or be, you know, removed and rely on coping mechanisms or defense mechanisms or reason. So if we don't experience this in a human relationship, then we come to read about it in the Bible or hear somebody talk about it. It's a foreign language. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah. To experience that from God without having experienced that from a person is yeah. just like unlikely. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to say impossible because God's works miracles and, and spiritual reality is you know glorious. Christ is risen from the dead. But the normal way that God ministers uh, his grace and compassion in the ways that we're talking about is mm-hmm. through relationships with people. Yeah. And it, it helps us to have images that help us with that. So we love to collect pictures. We search on the internet pictures of Jesus with children and place ourselves in that picture with Jesus holding us, interacting with us, looking at us in the way he is with that child. And it helps us to internalize his love, his truth, his presence, and then to, in faith, approach him that way. And the more we do that, the more we come to experience him that way with us. And these are also on our soulshepherding.org website, at the uh, different picture prayers, mm-hmm. different ways of meditating on scripture that are not not so studious and analytical, but more reflective and, and pondering, more uh, visual and imaginative. And that's important because that opens up our feelings. Mm-hmm. Bible study is very important because we, we live at the mercy of our ideas, as Dallas Willard says, but those ideas have lots of emotion embedded in them that's unconscious mm-hmm. <laughs> and unmet needs that are unconscious. And so we need to get at that stuff, and images help to do that, uh, as do the Psalms. And we also have a number of articles on our website about the Psalms and praying the Psalms in order to get in touch with emotions. So continuing here with JP's share here, he says, as I have gradually realized over the years not having this intimacy with Jesus, not experiencing God's presence. It has broken my spirit. Mm. It has broken my spirit. Mm. Ouch. I've lost, in other words, he's saying I've, in my spirit, that, that's the will. will. I've lost will. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. lost energy and hope. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's mm-hmm. saying. And this part really gets me, this next part. I've been told I'm suffering from depression largely because of this seeming rejection by my creator. Mm. And so I think that's really troubling to me right there because I I actually have the opposite interpretation as do you, Christy, which I hope you're hearing, JP, that I would say to you that you have great faith, Mm -hmm. actually, and you're showing your faith. I'm I'm speaking of faith like uh, Hebrews 11 faith. If, If we go back and read the Hall of Fame, of faith, and you just look at all the, the people in there, Abraham and Samson and Rahab and so many, they're, they're people who didn't receive what was promised, No, but they were faithful to the Lord. Yeah. And so faith really isn't getting what we want or even what we need from God. I mean, that's a kind of faith. But it's not a feeling. Faith is not a feeling. 
No, faith is about trusting God and persevering Mm -hmm. even when we haven't yet received what we want. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what you're doing here, JP. Yes, it is. Continuing, he says, the only time I'm actually happy, the only time my anxiety abates is on the weekend evenings when I allow myself a couple of drinks. So this is going back to our podcast on alcohol and the Holy Spirit. And he says, the Holy Spirit is elsewhere, but this helps me feel alive and comforted and relaxed and better. So I want to give grace there. <laughs> yeah. I just want, I want to give grace and I, I want to get at sort of, uh, I'd like to ask you, JP, well, what are you feeling sort of before you drink? I suppose it's some of the things you're sharing with us, maybe other things. Uh, what would it be like to talk with a friend, a mentor, a sponsor, someone that's safe, someone that's, that gives empathy? But how you're feeling um, and not drinking, would that help you have some comfort, some aliveness? Then he goes on saying, I'm trying as hard as I can to live the Christian life. I pray regularly, study the Bible and other theological works every few days. I'm actively volunteering at church and in the community. I tithe. I've tried a variety of spiritual disciplines and still have this sense of emptiness of the warmth of God's presence. That's a lot of striving. I mean, it's, it's beautiful expressions there of faith and perseverance, like you were saying, Bill. But it's also really subtly, we can start to think that we need to earn God's favor. There's, it's all up to us and what we do. And I would say some of these disciplines aren't really working for you. They're not bringing you mm-hmm. a sense of consolation, a sense of connection with God. And so it might be time to let some of these go. And try some new ones. And we have so many on our website to experiment with. And, you know, there's we have a Lexio Divina course that we put together, a video course that you're going to be hearing about soon. And that would be something maybe to venture in with, especially if you could invite somebody else to do it with you. Mm-hmm. That would be great. You know, start looking when you're at church or when you're connected to people. Start looking for experiences of their of enjoying them and them enjoying you, them being happy to see you and experience Jesus' smile and Jesus being happy to be with you through them. And experience the presence of the Lord, or if it doesn't feel like an experience, think about, be grateful for, even without the feeling that God is present to you when someone listens to you with empathy, Mm -hmm. when someone asks you a question, is interested in your life, when someone prays for you, offers an encouraging word, to see that as Christ's ambassador to you, mm-hmm. or go outside uh, in nature and just begin to give thanks to God for all the beauty that you see, and remind yourself that you're experiencing God yes. now. that's right. And that when you feel that breeze that refreshes you, like I felt as I, we were walking around the lake this evening, Christy. I would want for JP to feel that breeze, Mm -hmm. to see that sunrise, to hear that bird sing, to see the stillness on the lake, and Mm -hmm. to then give thanks and praise to God, that God is in all of this. Every good and perfect gift is from the Lord. And knowing that intellectually is a start, but then we need to move it into our experience by being grateful. Receiving it, receiving the gift from him directly, Mm -hmm. letting it penetrate us. Yeah, by uh, cultivating appreciation, noticing and feeling it. This breeze feels good. Those mountains are beautiful. Look at the grandeur. Lord, you are grand like the mountains. Yeah, and you are here. Even though I can't see you, even though I can't feel you, 
So in these situations, when I feel refreshed or I feel a sense of peace or I feel a sense of joy, happiness, aliveness, God is intertwined with all that for me. So Mm -hmm. I would describe that as I'm experiencing God's presence. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. But we have cultivated that. We've looked at the psalmist talking about that, about experiencing God, and we followed his example. We ventured in faith. We've looked at the great confidence the psalmist has in God and its presence and power. We thought, well, where is that in my life? Yeah, so all these things work together. And there's a, a variety of guided spiritual experiments that we're suggesting. We're, we're giving some spiritual formation coaching here yeah. uh, to you, JP, and to all of you listeners who relate to JP. And it's one of the greatest needs we have in our churches and our Christian groups today is for a gentle guidance Mm-hmm. that customizes uh, sort of how it is that we can grow in grace. Mm-hmm. Because the standard, go to church, read your Bible, say your prayers, and serve in the church and tithe, all those are good things. And study the Bible, all those are good things. JP's doing all that stuff. But the things that we're recommending are all complementary and in some cases sort of contrasting mm-hmm. to yeah. that. Things like solitude and silence, things like a relationship of vulnerability and trust and receiving empathy. Things like gratitude to God for beauty in nature. Things like using your imagination in scripture meditation and using Lexio Divina meditation. And all these different tools now are coming at that need in ways that are more personal and more uh, touching the emotions. And so more likely to foster that experience of intimacy with God. Jesus, thank you that you love JP. and. Thank you that you see his longing to experience you and that you long for that with him and with our other listeners. We pray, Jesus, that you would break through with your truth to expose the lies of the enemy and that you would protect our listeners from these lies, that try to take them out, discourage them, to tempt them, to judge themselves. We pray, Lord, that you would come to their rescue and that you would provide for them the ability to awaken to your presence and your love and your action and your good and perfect gifts all around them each moment of the day, that you would help them to be able to experience your love through your people, Lord. Mm -hmm. Send them ambassadors of you who will delight to see them, who will listen to them with empathy, who provide places of safety for them to be real and honest and to receive your grace and your love and your compassion. Thank you, Jesus, that you have grown Bill and I to experience you and our confidence in you and our ability to recognize and perceive you in our emotions, and that you desire to do this for each one of our listeners too. And Lord, I just also pray that you would help Christy and I as we're writing this Soul Shepherding book, because it is written for JP and people like JP all of us really, who long for experiencing your presence and long to understand the ways of the soul with emotion and our relationships and how it really works, Lord. Help us, oh God, to put words to the spiritual psychology that you've taught us that will shepherd souls, Lord, in relationship with you. And we pray that you would continue to use these Soul Talks podcasts to bless our listeners and their communities and their friends, Lord. Thank you so much for JP's courage to share with us. And Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Amen. Bill, you have on Soul Shepherding website some experiences. Our listeners like JP might not know how to find those on our website. Yeah, if you just do an internet search on soul shepherding experiences, soul shepherding picture prayers, scripture meditation, smiling Jesus, empathy for emotions, any of these searches, your computer screen is going to light up with things ranging from short devotionals that are just a page long, very engaging, have a story, a scripture, to Bible studies that really search the scriptures, what does the Bible have to say about this subject? to guided experiences that are great for personal devotions or leading a group, uh, going on retreat or leading a retreat, that are are using uh, works of art, scripture meditation, journaling, uh, reflection on on your feelings, many articles and tools about uh, relationships, spiritual mentoring, spiritual direction, counseling, care, being Christ's ambassador. And these are other subjects you could search on. You can just go to soulshepherding.org. You'd go to the top menu hit the search for an article, and then when you you go on that page, you'll see our top tags or themes in all of our articles. It's very uh, organized. Uh, We've got over 800 resources there, but it's it's made very simple with the the system of organization to help you find what you're looking for. Thanks for tuning in. We uh, love you, and we love Jesus in you. Bye-bye. you'll share Soul Talks with a friend, you can do that on iTunes or soulshepherding.org. And we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us through our website or on Facebook. Let us know about your experience with Soul Talks. Until next time, let's continue our conversation with Christ.